What's happening, everybody? You are back for episode 13 of We Are That Podcast. It's your favorite West Indian shawty. It's Carly, and I'm here with my two very beautiful and wonderful co-hosts. You should already know who they are, and if you are not familiar, you better get familiar. Ladies, go ahead and just tell people who they are, who you are. Hey, y'all. It's your favorite Nigerian, Ugo. What's up, everybody? I'm Chris. Glad you guys are back. Yes. And, um, you know, just to start off, like before we get into the episode, because I have a really good episode curated for this week. I'm really excited to get into it. But how was everybody's weekend? This was this weekend felt long to anybody else or is it or was it just long to me? This weekend flew by. I swear to God, I feel like I blinked and the weekend was done. (laughs) Well, there's probably a reason why, because half of it you weren't expecting so that's probably why more than half of it you were drunk for <laughs> that's um, also I mean, probably so were why we. <laughs> so were we <laughs> to be honest i because i drove home i was like wow this this is really what it feels like to be drunk and like i feel that way every single time now like i be getting home and that's when i realized like wow i was really out here like feeling like this <laughs> that is crazy <laughs> i just want to note that we did well more so like ugo and i we we said in the last episode that we we were more we were comfortable with giving up liquor we said that we might be able to do that <laughs> i'm still do it Oh, okay. Said, oh man! Oh man! I got like how many more days left? Four, four more days. Just, by the time y'all hear this, just about. <laughs> so you see me with my wine That's, and my gushers in it. Yeah, like once savage. last week, like once it hit maybe Wednesday, Thursday, I was like, all right, I could brace myself for Saturday. I was like, I just needed, I just needed a couple of days to recover, because me going through your house touring with no liquor would have been really funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. That's a better word for it. <laughs> but yeah, like we we did the truly unthinkable, the truly like. <laughs> This you guys did the impossible. This is a feat that should impossible. go on my resume. Truthfully, honestly, truthfully, yeah. Planning a surprise if... party for a Type A person is not an easy task. No, 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 no. Planning a Type A personality, planning a surprise for a Type A personality is is hard. Planning a surprise party for Ugo specifically is like playing. It's like telling the devil to be kind. Like <laughs> it's. It's so hard. It's it's almost frustratingly hard because it's like not only I think we must have talked about this on a like past episode before, but like this girl has been saying that she's been wanting a surprise party for so long. And I finally got one, guys. I finally got one. Yeah, because you did well, actually no. I can't even say you didn't plan it, because you did plan it. You just didn't know that niggas were gonna be there. Bruh. When I tell you Please talk about oh. it. Talk about it. Because when you sent that text to us, like, hey, are you guys so, still okay. coming? I was like, no. oh, my God, this is so cute. Like, she really. It was not cute at it all. Was t- it was like, fucking adorable. Like, I was like, oh, she's so adorable. She thinks nobody's going to come. That's funny because I was like, <laughs> this stupid bitch. She don't know a thing. No, I thought you it was Maggie. really fucked up. Like, I was really going through it because a couple days prior um my cousin Brenda she had canceled and um then I think like the day something else something else happened where I was just like all right fuck it whatever I think I asked someone else and they said they weren't gonna be able to come I don't remember but I I remember at a point I was telling you guys I'm not even excited for this anymore because I'm just like Mm -hmm. it's a dub whatever so then the morning of no that was Friday night now so then Allison came over and spent the night that it wasn't planned to me. Like it was fun. We was chilling, smoking hookah, all of that stuff, chilling. So I was like, all right, you know what? I went to bed happy. I'm like, you know what? Tomorrow is is gonna be a good day. You're gonna wake up. You're gonna be happy. I woke up. I literally woke up. I opened my curtains. I was like, good day today. That's when I fucking checked my uh, my phone. Amanda canceled. Miriam canceled. I said, what? 
what's going on? Like, I don't, and all of the reasons that people kept canceling, it made sense. And it was nothing that I would be like, what? Why are you not coming? Like, everybody's reason made sense. That's when I hit up Devante and I was like, you know what? I'm going to just cancel this. Like, it's a fucking dub. It's literally just going to be us. Like, the gang's all here. And then I'm fucking crying. Like, I started crying. So what you guys are saying Wait, is you cute. cried? You motherfucking bitch. I was crying. Wait, you cried when everybody was canceling on you? Yes. Oh. I was so sad. I was like, Devante, this is why I don't even like to have shit. He showed us the more. screenshots and we were telling him, like, don't make her cancel. Like, please keep, like, keep her motivated to keep doing and everything. And it was pissing me off that he kept like he was like it's fine it's gonna be us it's, it don't matter da, da, da. I was like I know but it's supposed to be everybody not just that us. was us. <laughs> that was us telling him like keep her don't let her cancel if she cancels on anything please don't let her do it but what so let me ask you when people were canceling like it never once was suspicious to you like damn mad niggas are canceling on the day of that once mm. no okay because um only amanda and miriam canceled on the day of okay everyone else it kind of just like kept like staggering i guess okay so i was just like okay like and everything that they were saying was making sense to like what was going on in their life so i was like Shit just happened. Yeah. I, guess. I literally had to tell myself, this is just because of an unfortunate circumstance, not because of you. Like, I was really sad. <laughs> Let's be clear. All we told them was just give her an, just give her an excuse that you can't come. But in regards to the excuses, that was entirely on yeah, them. We ain't tell them somebody, what Somebody, I won't say names, but somebody came up with like a really serious excuse, which you actually like prayed for them yes. for. So I was like, I damn, yeah, we were not sure. up on them. I didn't want I to put like, anybody's yo. family member in any type of yeah we did not we did not come up with that no oh my just like tell her you can't come the rest is up to you as how you can't come but just tell her that (laughs) just said they had to go to work like what the fuck I was really sad. I was like, oh my God. And I even told Devante, I was like, Devante, make sure you check on him because he said that so he was going through stuff with his family. Make sure you text him too. <laughs> like, I was really... No, when you said you prayed for I was like, damn. I really... I was so, <laughs> like, I'm not mad that I prayed for him because, no. you know, prayer is a prayer, but it's like, nigga... I was scared. Like yeah. I told Chris, I was like, we're gonna get two, we're gonna get two reactions. She's either gonna bust out crying or she's gonna be super wide-eyed, like, yo, all these niggas are at my crib at once. This is a lot. <laughs> but I'm happy you cried. I'm happy you cried. Son, I didn't even know what was going on. Cause at first you guys walked in with the balloons. And let me tell you, I I had a feeling y'all niggas was gonna do something like get me a cake or something. <sighs> so that's what I was expecting. Okay. Like I was expecting cause it was just going to be us. Right. Realistically speaking, with a cake and like surprise and mm-hmm. all of that. And I would be too happy. So once you guys finished walking in, that's when I saw Gary and Christian. I'm like, what? So that's when I was happier and I started crying. And then I saw everyone. I was like, oh my God. Like I couldn't breathe. I was like, oh my God. You know, so many people. The moment that I almost started crying was when you saw your cousin. Bro, y'all fucking Yeah, when you saw your cousin and and her partner, I was like, that that moment I almost kind of broke down because I could tell you you genuinely were was not expecting that. Right. Yeah. Fucking happy, son. What I will say is that I'm proud of us as like a black unit that everybody showed up on time. We weren't waiting outside, you know looking for stragglers and everything because the plan was that we were supposed to get there around like 6, 6.15. And then everybody else was going to get there around like 6.20. So that's why we were, you know, taking our little drinks or whatever. And then that's when I was like, oh yeah, we gotta, we'll just like run to the liquor store because Carly missed her train. We didn't have enough time because we were running late. Da, 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 da. We had all, obviously we had all that shit in the car. So we did. I totally took the right train. I was totally on time. <laughs> yeah, she was definitely at my house like two hours prior. Yeah, so. Two hours yeah, ago, yeah. What I will say is that we were running around right before we got there getting shit like the liquor and the flowers and the balloons and everything like that. But thankfully, everything was like 10 minutes away. So it was like right there. The fact that I was so, I think that was what made the surprise like a hundred times better. Like to see everyone at once, it was just like, yo, how the fuck did all of y'all niggas somehow talk to each other and all get here at the same time. Like, that's a lot, especially because so many people live so, like, far away. Mm-hmm. I was just like, shit. The like, day of, tough. me, Chris, Amanda, and Vonte were all on a FaceTime call for, like, an hour just kind of just going through the events of how we were going to do this and just dotting our I's, crossing our T's and everything. Yeah, we were on a FaceTime call from, like, not, what, like, 
like, like nine nine a.m. to ten because I had to start getting ready at ten o'clock. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> wow, group FaceTime got me. But we're no, really thank, professional liars. It's thank really you great. so much, Chris, for touching on the fact that everybody was on time because that's actually something that I forgot to mention. Like, I'm super proud everybody was on time because I'm not gonna hold you, Ugo. I've been to Nigerian parties with you and they and do tend to God. start late. So my I even told Chris, I was like, like I had called her in the morning to t- kind of plan out my travel. I was like, you know, do we want to be there for six or does six really mean seven? Cause I know, you know, CPT, but everybody literally pulled everybody up on time. Got there at Your the cousin, right time. a man, everybody was on so, time. It was perfect. Mm-hmm. Perfect. The funniest thing is because like Allison started, cause First, we went to Home Goods, like we went to Target. We did all like, you know, old bitch shit. Like we was just having a ball in them stores. <laughs> so I was like, all right, I'm just trying to kill time because I, well, I knew, quote unquote, whatever, that it was just going to be like us mm-hmm. and Vontae and my brother. So I was like, I'm in no rush to get home. Like I told people six o'clock, whatever. So we get home, we eat, we chilling. And Allison's like, aren't you going to start getting ready? I'm like, no bitch i could do a basic ass makeup in about 30 minutes i got i was really i literally did this i was like i got this relax (laughs) thank god because i was just gonna like put on some motherfucking concealer yeah i wasn't even gonna do no eyebrows thank god shout out to allison when she told me that i was like yo i completely neglected to think like okay if she's under the impression that it's just gonna be her close friends and her boyfriend why would she get gonna look like this I would be, this is I exactly would be on the same, I would be. <laughs> bitch, I would be on the same type of time. Like y'all have seen me at my worst and my best. So you don't need to see me all glammed like, up. Exactly. Are you kidding me? But thank God she came through because if everything had went down, I mean, you're beautiful regardless, she but for us up. to, you know, really elevate the experience, we wanted you to look incredibly great. So she was Yo. the right friend to do that too. Mm-hmm. Like She said, she I priest. <laughs> yeah. I said, okay. Do that cut crease. <laughs> <laughs> no it was honestly like the perfect surprise i really am so thankful to you guys like y'all got me i'm gonna shut the fuck up forever now now that i got my surprise party i'm not gonna say nothing else <laughs> i'm gonna delete those tweets everything fine now <laughs> i told chris at several times it felt like we were planning a surprise birthday party like that's why like we yeah. wanted to have done more decorations but it's not a birthday and there's not that many housewarming decorations we could do yeah but it felt like it was a surprise birthday for you to be honest it did feel like my birthday i was like yo i'm not used to this treatment two days in a year like this is a lot like, <laughs> like shit. and then shout out to your neighbor for giving you that damn bottle and not the realist which was yeah. actually kind of scary because like when he walked in me and carly were like Bro, oh, hey. my back so- was facing. My back was facing like the living room, and everybody was in front of me. So I was like, "Hey, hello!" And then I faced everybody else. I was like, "Who the fuck is this guy?" I mouthed the words. I was like, I honestly, I don't know that. Is. I thought that was one of her family members or me something. Too. I was like, "Hey!" I was like, "I don't so recognize this uncle." <laughs> So apparently, like I had no idea who the nigga. Was. Like I see him on my ring, the my ring camera. Like I just see the back of his head or the side. Like I've never seen the actual face. Yeah. So apparently, Devonte had went to go walk Winter, and then um, the guy saw him coming back and like he was bigging him up, doing like you know the black black power fist, whatever, all of that. And that's when they got into conversation. Devonte tell he literally just told me all of this today. Devonte was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, my um my girl's housewarming da, da 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 and that's when the guy I guess went into his apartment and came out and brought it over. I had no idea. Oh wow! When I turned around, cause oh. I was I was like low key kind of lit, like so <laughs> had no idea what was going on. Okay. So I was like, oh my god! But then in my mind, I'm like, wait, no, not oh my god, who is this man? Right. But then it registered. So and- let me ask you: living in the town that you live in, don't say which, but. Um, did you get any complaints after everybody left or the next day? Like parties, you can, you can have little get togethers at your crib. Is it okay? Bitch, let me tell you the complaint that I got was not the complaint I thought I was going to get. Oh, I thought I was going to get a noise complaint. So today, or this morning, I get a call about winter. And the quietest like, one in the house. I did not hear her bark. Not once. The entire, so, Chris, can you say that you heard her say winter? anything in the bedroom? 
Winter was in her forest oasis in Faith's room. She <laughs> so was what chilling. Could they have had with that nature noise. So, like you know, Winter he lives here with Vante. So I told him I was like, I don't have a dog, and they was like, we, um, we were informed that you have a dog at your apartment. And I'm like, yeah, it's my boyfriend's dog, and he's leaving a little. It was later the today. it was the apartment complex or a neighbor. I don't know. They, I'm assuming a neighbor went to because oh, okay. they called me this morning. So. I was like, okay, you guys are jobless. But anyways, that is has nothing to do with the amazing thing that you guys did for yes. me. I'm so thankful to everyone that was involved. Like, huh. even my mom, my mom was like, my mom felt bad because she didn't know. And she was like, I wish I cooked more food. I was like, it's okay. Uh, shout out the to greedy motherfuckers took everything anyway, yeah. including my food. Like, oh. I said, oh, niggas was hungry. Yeah. I don't want to mispronounce, I don't want to uh, misname the meal, but the, she made a spaghetti. It was de- mm-hmm. fucking delicious. Oh, God. I had some of that. That was the only thing left over. Damn, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I couldn't even get any of it. I was so sorry. Nah, that spaghetti was slapping. Hello. Uh, Thank you. I was too busy getting people drunk in the corner off that buzzed game that buzzed game oh, um, that was fun ah uh, but shout out to a wonderful great weekend very much so needed i'm so happy that the surprise went off without a hitch and that you know we were able to bring some happy tears to you um i hope everybody's monday went well but now let's get into the episode i'm really curious to pick your brains about this because um i i think actually let me introduce the whole concept to this episode so what we're doing here uh, for about four episodes, I believe we discussed, we want to introduce a beauty series. Um, today's episode will be tackling uh, filters, IG filters, Snapchat filters, just the emergence of filters beyond black and white and sepia, which is what we were most comfortable with back in the day before all this new stuff, right? But um, over the next couple weeks, next few weeks, we'll be tackling different, I'll say, different avenues that fall under beauty. We want to do a little bit of series, a little series for that. But to basically start off this episode, I want to discuss our thoughts on Snapchat and IG IG filters because back in the day when I used to take webcam photos and stuff like that, you know, I was chilling with a Mac and I was just using sepia, black and white, you know, the colorful ones where you could change the background. Like there was no, there was no, there wasn't, there was, it wasn't very versatile. I'm not going to lie. There was like your standard filters, but now on IG, right? We have these modifying filters that can enhance the shape of your eyes, the shape of your nose, the shape of your lips. It could enhance your eyelashes. I mean, very particular features of your face. And I want to discuss that with you guys. Like, what do you guys think about that in regards to what we were used to when we were, you know, kind of first touching social media to uh, where we're where we're at now with, you know, taking photos and posting it on these public platforms? I mean... I I think they're cute. You know, make me look like a bad bitch. Yeah. Even in my worst days. Okay. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, well, first of all, like, looking back at all of those filters, like, circa 07, 08, like, with the black and white, first of all, they were not even flattering, right? Like, I know, (laughs) like, black and white pictures, like, they're cute. I'm a, we're all, like, we're all black women, and then you you put sepia on top of it. I'm looking back. I'm like, that wasn't even cute. Like, what? Why? I haven't or, seen not one sepia filter photo for the last since. six, seven years. Chris, yep. can you because it's not cute? Because it's not cute. It never was. <laughs> I'm sitting. I'm like, wow. Like, I really was playing myself as a teenager because, like, this is not it. Like, and I like you said, I haven't seen a sepia toned filter since Not but in terms of like what they've evolved into first of all I just know that I'm maybe I'm not as creative and as talented as I thought I was because I never was able I never thought that this was like an avenue like for anybody to be able to do you okay. know like I didn't know that people were able to create like these these face 
morphing or like face yeah. enhancing things that are right. tailored to like that can like detect your face shape and all this kind of stuff and do what it has to do with your face all maybe I'm not that talented I, I learn this pretty much every day but like I don't know like some of them are cute some of them are a little unflattering but some of them are a little excessive but if they work for you they work for you I don't want to be that person, but I have to discuss this particular angle with you guys. Okay. So from, from what I've seen on like IG filters, cause I, I don't touch Snapchat at all, but I do know that before IG really, um, embarked on the filters with their stories, Snapchat was the go-to Snapchat had all the filters, the bunny ears, all that stuff. But, um, in regards to modifying these particular features, like like certain filters will make your nose look slimmer. Certain filters will make your lips look fuller. And I know as black people, our noses have been known to be large or our lips have been known to be large. So it's just like, do you guys think there's any type of like issue with that? With the fact that like, sub because I've seen certain women touch on that on social media i've seen certain women actually particularly note like it's kind of funny how these ig filters make your nose look a bit slimmer or more contoured than it you know what i mean so it's like i wondered if there was any type of backhandedness with that i mean like that that's a valid part of all of this you know it's all in what you take from these filters if you feel as though that they're um insulting or you know they're backhanded because you know the whole black women are praised for having x feature but then when x kind of person puts on those same features then they're praised and stuff like that like it's a very valid argument and if that's what you put your focus on with these filters then you're more than entitled to do so uh and i'm never going to say that anybody's wrong for thinking that you know um on the other hand if it's more just, you know, you, you're taking a picture just to take a picture and then you want to put on this filter because maybe you you were having a bad skin day or something. And then this filter can like smooth out your skin or, you know, you were having like, I don't know, you were, you just weren't feeling at your best. And maybe this filter just made you feel better in that moment or something like that. Um, it's those other things. So like, I'm never going to say that somebody is wrong for thinking that like bigger lips or, you know, bigger anything are a bad thing. And they're like exploiting from towards black women. But at the end of the day, these are also just, uh, these are just social media apps and it's all in what you take from it. So I really just see both sides. It's all in what you get from the experience. That's what I was going to say, Chris. I really feel like it's, all what you make it make it out to be i mean you can go with the obvious trope of like oh um it's like whitewashing or like giving us european features or all of those things but it's like i just i just i guess i'm just choosing to be ignorant and just choosing to you know just use it as a service level kind of thing but yeah because it's like you look you look at like the people who say that this is like a trope and you know it's degrading to black women because they have these features or whatever but then sometimes those same people utilize the filters anyway mm-hmm. and not to say that they can't and not to say that if you feel one way you can't use these filters but at the end of the day it's real like like with any aspect of social media, everything is what you get from your experiences use, utilizing the apps. Um, but like I said, I, I just want you to know that these things are still valid. You know, the big lips, like they're not ugly on us, but cute on anybody else, you know? It, it's that last point you made kind of ties into what, uh, and into the next thing I wanted to discuss, because, um, aside from the modifying filters of, uh, contouring the nose or making your lips look fuller or enhancing your eye shape or making them look whatever, um, they also added, uh, like, like there's also such things as beauty mark filters where they'll, um, you know, well, you could put on a filter and you could have freckles and it'll either be like a lot of freckles, a little bit of freckles, light freckles, or a mole, whether it be on your upper lip, on your cheek and stuff, stuff like that, which those are, those are 
those are um what's the word uh beauty marks that not everybody who actually legitimately has them loves i know some people hate their freckles i know some people hate their moles and um i just was wondering like what do you guys think about those things too because i it's i feel like there's a fine line between you know experimenting with filters and having fun with it but also I guess kind of distorting the way that you actually look or, you know, kind of, I, I don't know. I feel like there's a fine line. I feel like there's a fine line. I actually know someone who <laughs> upon, you know, um, playing around with filters with a mole actually led them to wanting to always like add a mole to their face with makeup. And then eventually it led to them actually tattooing a mole on their face. Yeah. What? Yeah, she tattooed a mole on her face. Like on, it was it was one of those um like on the corner of your lip, like up there right by your nose. It was one of those moles. But yeah, she actually real life tattooed a mole on her face. Cause she loved the way it looked so much. You can really love it and just love it again tomorrow. Like you can <laughs> watch it off and reapply. Like. <laughs> What kind of stupid shit is this? I mean, but that's how I know, like, when when people were using Snapchat a lot, a lot of people were going to get, like, um, they were trying to, like, look like the filters. So they would get, like, work done so that they could look like filters. Mm. That shit is. I definitely want to touch on that later because I think that. But it's not that I'm necessarily trying to paint this argument, but I do think that these filters, um, the more advanced that they've become, because again, we already touched on where we started from, from like 06, 07. I feel like these filters, there's a fine line. It kind of dances into people wanting to cater to those filters in real life and taking the necessary measures to do so. But, but before we get deeper into that, um, why do you think that there's such a fascination with people photoshopping their photos on social media uh, to the great lengths that they do? And it could be either influencers or it could be high profile celebrities. Regardless, they do this anyway. Even when these same people have to be a accountable for who they are in real life because they get signed on for appearances they get signed on to do these deals and so on and so forth and it's just like why go through all these lengths to curve everything make sure there's no cellulite dot your i's cross your t's but yet you pull up to these events and with when when who you are in front of me doesn't match who you are online like what's the point You know, when like it's it's a, it's not a tough answer, but I feel like it depends on who you're addressing, right? Because I was gonna say if I, you want to mention somebody specifically, feel free. But I didn't think of anybody. No, specific. no, 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 no. <laughs> because like when you're dealing with Photoshop, right? Like, mm-hmm. oh, I feel like to Photoshop something like is Photoshopping on the same level as a filter, like it's. And I know people can go to greater lengths on Photoshop than they can on um, filters. I think there's like some app called like Facetune or something where you can like literally like give yourself pretty much a new face and shit. Um, But I do feel like the word fascination is kind of throwing me off. You know what I mean? Because I feel like people just like the filters because it just makes their picture look better. I don't know if it's necessarily a fascination in a Their sense of like or themselves. Both it could it could be both depending on what the filter is doing for you. Like I know that not all not all filters are facial features. Like it could be I know my personal favorite filters are just like the tone of like the like the coloring on it in a sense of like it might give it like a softer tone or like a great like a grainy kind of look. So you know, it's the word fascina- fascination throws me off because you can just like something um, and not be t- like mentally tied to it or it's not a necessity to like every picture that I do. But for those, I guess, who make it something, you know, 
it's what once again it's all it's all in what you get from this app like there's no way that like we put pictures up on we put the pictures up on social media that we want to put up right whether they're our best selves our worst selves whatever the case may be and if somebody putting a filter or somebody putting a like photoshop on is something that makes them feel like them their best selves that's fine but when you go into like the high profile celebrities and like the influencers and stuff like that sometimes it's not even them that's doing it sometimes it's the companies like that are photoshopping and filtering these people like for them to sell a product or make their brand look better and shit like that so it's not all on the person who's in the picture um but i mean at the end of the day we kind of have to also use a bit of common sense like everybody kind of has something about them that they don't find like picture perfect it's kind of like when you look at somebody and you know that they have like a bbl or something or you look at somebody and you know that like they have like a uh what's it called like like a boob job or something like and that's not that's no shade at all because some people have really good bbls i could name a few people but like it's not like the word fascination is just throwing me off because like is it really a fascination is it or is it really just like i'm taking a picture and i just want to put this filter on or just photoshop this one thing because it'll just make the picture look better let me oh sorry no go ahead go no it's okay let me ask you something real quick i don't know if you guys have noticed this but i pay attention to details on on instagram whenever i do delve into that because instagram has definitely within the last several months if not years have become a bit like a bottom tier app but when i do touch on it i've noticed that some celebrities will use filters on their videos or pictures for their IG stories, but somehow, some way, upon posting it to their story, it won't showcase the filter. You know how sometimes people use filters on their stories and you could see what filter so that you can save it yourself. But certain celebrities, not to be weird, but like, I can identify when they're using a filter because some of some sometimes those videos look like filters that I have saved to my to my own IG story thing. I noticed it a couple times recently that like hmm and trust me I've even tried using it myself like I've tried taking videos on IG with a filter saving it to my phone not immediately posting it to IG but even when you save the video to your phone without posting it and you choose to post it later or whatever, even posting the same video with the filter that you saved to IG, IG will still pull the filter when you post it. So I don't know how these celeb, I mean, of course they're celebrities, so I'm sure they have the influence, but I just think it's weird. Like you're using filters on your pictures and videos and you're not showcasing it. You know what I mean? Like now they're taking an extra length to actually hide the fact that they're using a filter. Because why would they want to show that? Like, think about it. If you're a celebrity, you wouldn't want to show that, oh, I need this adjustment to make me look like this. Like, you get what I mean? It just looks a little funny when IG's already set up, like, okay, we have filters. Use your filters. Show it. And then, you know, showcasing it to your story so your followers can see what filters you have. And then, like, clearly it's not set up for you to hide it or showcase it. You, you, you're taking measures on your own to hide it. I just think that looks a little funny. I just feel like at the end of the day, like, especially because it's not something that you and I have access to, like we can't do it. I don't know if there's maybe a third, third, third party app that can remove evidence of an IG filter on an IG video for our stories. But like, that's something that only they seemingly can do. So it just looks funny -er in that sense. I just feel like at the end of the day, people just need to realize that, these celebrities are not picture perfect and they're going to have those same insecurities or they're going to want that same like polish up kind of moment that us as non-celebrities or non-influencers would like as well. And it's not like, and I know that their celebrity kind of puts them more at a, like a risk or a fault of being like, uh, what's the word being 
that's a deep word. I was going to say castrated, but that's very, very deep. But being like ridiculed for it. But like, it's the, there's, there's still people just like us and they still want to be able to have those bad bitch moments too. And they, like you might walk into a shoot as an influencer and you might have like a, a bad uh, skin day or a bad hair day, or you just might look in the mirror and not feel at your best, but you have an obligation to be present for a brand because this is your job and or you have like an obligation to post something because you have some sort of contract with a brand or something and that's what will get the job done so just like with anything we have to kind of just stop giving celebrities this like false um narrative that they're just these perfect people at all times too because they they'd be doing the same shit that we do they do. They definitely do. I just feel like they try to cover it up. And it's just like, if you're, if you're trying to convey to us that you're still, you know, you're still in touch with us, despite your status, then why take these measures to clearly showcase that you're not, you know what I mean? Um, but based off of what you said, Chris, it kind of segues into the next point that I wanted to touch on was like, this need to cater to like, I guess, this, like, like, you know, the social media body. Do you guys think there's such a thing as a social media body? Yep. BBL. IG page right now. Yeah. I even, how, like, I've even noticed that, I don't know what procedure it is, but sometimes like their stomachs will look the same. Like sometimes they have to get like a new belly button and like that, that hourglass portion just looks so identical to the others. Like, I'm like, that's definitely a social media body. It's not, sometimes it's not even cute. Sometimes just be like, you could have just left your old body the same. Like, this is not it. You want to know who I think that about? I and I'm basing this off of I think maybe like one or two pictures that I saw, but um, Kyle's sister Ari, uh, uh, Ari uh, G Herbo's first girlfriend, she I remember coming across a picture before she got work done, and I mean she's beautiful now, but in regards to back then she was still beautiful. Like I even remember other people thinking like, oh wow, like why did she get work done? Like you know what I mean? She, you know didn't seem to need it but just to touch on that like yeah sometimes you look at these newly crafted bodies and you're like wow i feel that way about fucking santana i didn't i didn't know men could get the same social media body like how he got it because he looks like one of them i feel like he got like six bbls yeah BBL for me is a fancy term for a fat transfer. But the BBLs, okay. BBLs, based off the name, seems like it's only for the butt. But for some reason, the people that I see with BBLs, they all look like they permanently wear waist trainers. So it's like, does it also cater to like the waist part too? Because that hourglass figure is all the same. (laughs) Damn, is that shade? Slightly. I'm Slight sorry. Shade. That was not. That was a little. <laughs> My bad. Little My bad, y'all. But they they do though. To me, you know what it looks like. Some people's BBLs low key sometimes be looking like you know. Is it? Is it Donkey Kong? Where like oh, the monkey was like this, my. and then the waist was mad. That is Donkey Kong. That's and Donkey you, Kong, right? And you had the audacity to say that I was shady. But the difference between me and you, Carly, is that nobody's going to beat me, so I said what I said. (laughs) Didn't Funkmaster Flex get a BBL recently? And all... (gasps) You know what? You're not doing this. No, I'm dead serious. I don't know if it's like... You shade him. Last last week, she definitely was telling us how she and Funkflex got into it. And now so she wants to you come go ahead on and your Twitter. Mm-hmm. Don't bring it here. Do not because we not don't have time for him to be shot. Listen, there is such a thing as bad promo. We don't need that. When it comes to that hot ninety seven sponsorship, hello. Come on, man. 
<laughs> bitch, and you know you're not going to attend the meeting. I'm going to say it's just two out of three members present today. You stay home. He going to be like, he going to be like, Chris, that name sounds awfully familiar. I remember back in 2000 and so-and-so, <laughs> I saw this tweet. <laughs> he going to pull up Chris's Twitter on his phone and be like, this you? This you? That's Damn, fine. he going to this That's you. Fine. He's going to this you, you in person. <laughs> <laughs> that's fine i'll be like sir she just really just parks our cars like i don't even know who she is that's crazy okay that's very, so very let's discuss <laughs> let's discuss our thoughts on plastic surgery for aesthetic reasons how do y'all feel about it oh i've got a problem okay i'm gonna problem doing that shit because i feel like you know what at this point in my life, I am mm-hmm. of the the school of thought, like, do whatever the fuck you want that makes you happy. I don't give a shit. Like, I don't care. But I know for me, I want to get, you know, a breast lift once I'm done having kids and all of that. But I would love a breast lift. Like, you know, a little something here and a little bit of something here. I don't like it when it's a little bit much where it's like, okay, you just did the whole thing over aesthetically that's nice interesting but at the end of the day it's not my business but i do support the you know a little here and there kind of action okay what about you chris yeah i mean at the end of the day people just be wanting to do something to make them feel good it's the same shit with these filters though i think that people need to be excessive about it no but do i think oh if i'm looking at myself in the mirror and i feel like i want a Bit, like some bigger titties like if do I feel like I could go get that if I wanted to yes do I feel like if I wanted to go get a nose job can I do that yes filler yes like do what you got to do just don't be like don't get too excessive to the point that you're you, like you don't understand the risk factors of like doing all this kind of shit and just be mindful of your doctor because who's child some of these people but that's not yeah I'm I'm so happy that you touched on that because um like in regards to me answering the question, I am totally fine with people doing plastic surgery for aesthetic reasons, as I'm, I'm okay with pursuing it for my own reasons, for aesthetic reasons, whatever. But the part that makes me super apprehensive about it is the fact of, you know, once, once they cut, they cannot uncut. There is no going back. There is no redoing whatever that they've already started to do. And I know someone personally in my family, I won't say who, who um, decided to go under the knife for like plastic surgery. It was, I, I, they wanted to do some, some type of like cheek fillers or some, something of the sort. And um, unfortunately the doctor that they went to was not a good doctor. And they were, they were, I won't say, still are because they've come to terms with it and are okay. But for a while, they were very unhappy with themselves. They regretted it. And regret is definitely quite a feeling to sit with. So like, I'm open to it. Of course, I've thought the same like a breast lift. And then also what I've seen to become more of a thing uh, for mothers after they've had kids and they're done having kids, they do mommy makeovers. That's a new thing. It's like, it's like, but once you, once you do that, there's no going back. And if you're not satisfied, you're not satisfied. You kind of just have to sit with that unless you want to take the risk again, which, you know, upon watching whatever is on E, I know they do a lot of like plastic surgery shows, like, unless you want to take that risk again with trying to correct the mistakes, it's like, ooh. <laughs> it's kind of like getting a tattoo. Honestly, it's like, a, that's the scariest I'm sorry, go ahead. No, I don't want to compare it to that because you can definitely always cover up tattoos. No, but I'm saying in a sense of like knowing, knowing like who is giving you the thing. Like you pay, like you pay for the quality, look into the people because you need to see their horror story, shit like that. Like if you want the good job, you pay the price for the good job and you look into the people that you want to do your tattoos. Like it's not, Anything that's like a foreign concept, like anything that has to do with the body modification, you look into it. 
I gotta, I gotta give you, I don't want to use the word devil's advocate, but not every BBL done in the Dominican Republic has been a horror story. And they're known to be done significantly cheaper than what you would get in Beverly Hills. It's a risk nonetheless, but in regards to you get what you pay for. That's true. But you also have to be now, okay with the, Bronx, the risk that happened, though. <laughs> Not the Bronx basement. There's a difference Bronx between basement. going to the Dominican Republic and going to a Bronx basement as well. Is there... <laughs> Nah, think about it. They're definitely <laughs> nah. There definitely is a difference. <laughs> nah, cause um, have have you guys ever watched Pose? No, no. Okay. Um, but there, I'll, I'll be quick. There was this. There was an episode where one of the one of the women, um, was very petite, and upon being in the balls, you know, the categories would be like some categories would be catered to like thick, full-figured women or whatever. So this woman being very petite, very skinny, she was like, I want to get a new ass. So she went to, uh, she went to like some apartment in the city, basement, underground, did it. Literally ended up like, I think her butt ended up like exploding. <laughs> her That's butt, what happened in, um... She's got to have it. Yeah. Yep. Yep. For sure. That's so. Don't go to the Bronx and don't go to a basement in the Bronx if you're looking to get a BBL. <laughs> don't go to the Bronx. Period. Oh, she said that, not me. <laughs> Again, I, I co-sign. The difference between me and you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but wait. Um, in in regards to that, um, we're all on the same page in regards to getting plastic surgery for aesthetic reasons is fine. We're in support of it. Great, but. I've noticed that there's a trend that's been going on for several years of getting plastic surgery and not being forthright about it. And I understand, of course, immediately being faced with that, why you wouldn't want to be forthright about it. And I respect it. But in regards to those that are getting plastic surgery, nip tucks, whatever, and being an influencer of things that cater to being natural, I think there's a discrepancy. And um, to be specific in, in with examples, um, I know for a while, Kylie Jenner, you know, enhanced her lips. And at first, her... Upon being asked about it, she would be like, oh, I just overdraw my lips, which then led to her establishing her lip kit, which then ex- led into her establishing Kylie Cosmetics and the empire that that became. Now, overdrawing your lips, how certain makeup artists do, versus lip injections are two completely different things. And I just feel as though there is a conflict there because it's like, you built an empire off of this one trick that you told us you achieved getting full lips, but in all actuality, you actually got work done. And it's funny that this episode actually came about at the time that it did, because I just recently watched Legally Blonde. And there was this one in the first one, Elle Woods is tackling a case where this woman who who like made her make made her money being a workout fitness woman. Um, was on trial for murder and her alibi, which she didn't want to be forthright about was the fact that she was getting liposuction. And she was like, I can't tell people my alibi because everybody would know I I was a fraud. I made all this money being a workout person doing like butt workouts. And in reality, I've been getting work done the whole time. So it's like, there's a conflict there. You know what I mean? So let's talk about that. That's the annoying thing. And that's why I'm always like, you can't idolize anybody. Like, there's nobody walking this earth that I would be like, oh, yeah, they're the perfect person or they have this, that, that, uh, because you never know what lengths they took and what avenues they took to get there. Like, I'm not, as much as I love Beyonce, there's never going to be a time where I will out with my mouth say, oh, she didn't get surgery. You my think nigga, I don't that even need, too? I don't need my glasses to see that. Oh my, no. I feel like people are afraid to say it. I've noticed it. I've noticed it. How many times I'm going to tell you, Carly, the difference between me and you is <laughs> you won't be me. Like, it's Yo, okay. I love that you said that because I, f- 
fucking noticed it too, bro. I was like, she. Yeah, had, but, I don't know who her doctor is, but they did. And the doctor did work. a damn good job. Yeah, she looks he great. Or she Come did. on. She looks great. But she great, did so get I'm work just, done. That's the thing. So it's like there was. I don't think there will ever be a day. As I say, there's never going to be a day where I will say Beyonce didn't get surgery. There will never be a day where Beyonce comes out and it's like I got surgery. So it's kind of like it's something I'm not going to say it's intuitive to know, like, you know, don't idolize anybody, but it's something that you just have to learn because literally everything on social media is fake. I don't want anybody to try and tell me different. Like there is some aspect, whether the person's putting on a fake persona or they have a fake body, I don't give a fuck. Everything is fake. The annoying thing is that nobody is real about it. Like I get it. That it sounds crazy for me to say, but it annoys me that there will be people that I know and like we we know they got surgery and they're still sitting here throwing up pictures and of of Timmy and um Flash the gym. Team like, and stuff like that. Yeah, like come on. That's annoying. I know I'm I'm not I'm not the I'm not the biggest like I'm I'm not a barb, but I do remember Nicki Minaj from the from when she pretty much first emerged to who she is now. And I can definitely say I remember in the beginning of her of her career, she would not own up to getting her ass done. She would dance around it or avoid it completely. And within maybe her most recent projects, she's been able to drop a couple bars about getting her ass done. You know what I mean? She didn't owe us that. But at the same time, she is a woman who, well... Does she owe us that? Because at the same time, she's always been been someone who's been for women empowerment and telling women to love themselves and to be comfortable in their own skin and to not give a fuck about what anybody else thinks. All that matters is what you think and how you feel about yourself. So it's just like, is there a conflict there? Yes. And yes, she does owe us that. If that's what you've been parading around the streets this whole time, my nigga, you can be honest and just say it. Like, and like when it comes to your physical appearance, it's like, nigga, I'm as long as the raps are fine, as long as the songs are fine, I don't give a fuck whether you have a fat ass or a flat ass. Just give me the fucking music. Like I don't it, like you could have literally never shown your body a day in your life and all I saw was your face. As long as the music is fine, nigga, I don't give a fuck. Don't just don't lie about it. Cause it's like now you're setting a precedent to something that people are going to expect from you now. Like imagine if drug, like you took like prescription drugs or you took like medication or something like that. And they just weren't forthright with all of the things that were in it and like <laughs> what could happen. Like, nigga, do you understand how detrimental that is and how it's like potentially funny. lethal that is? It's not funny, but you using that example is like great. <laughs> Like, yes, you owe it to me. What the hell? Like, And also, like, with these flat tummy teas and everything, I ain't never seen no kind of tea contribute to any actual weight loss. Like, let's let's think about these things I'll as well. Do it, make it, it just make you boo-boo. That's it. See? Yeah, right? It does give you the bubble guts, the BGs. <laughs> but um, I think where I kind of was questioning if they owe us anything is the fact that, like, you know, you personally made this decision to get work done. And it's like, um, if you, it's like, is that something worth being forthright about? Or is that something that you, that you to yourself can keep under wraps for as long as you want to, you know what I mean? I kind of wondered where in regards to achieving status, where, where, can, where does it lie that you have to be forthright about it? And where does it lie where you can completely keep it to yourself? Like, Beyonce, because Beyonce shares the same message. I mean, women empowerment, loving yourself, don't give a fuck about these niggas in a more, uh, what's the word? Politically correct way, I guess. But um, definitely the, the, still the same message nonetheless. But again, like Ugo said, I 100% believe Beyonce will never be forthright about the work that she got done. Is that something that she knows us? My whole thing is like, what are you ashamed of, though? That's what I'm you saying. You weren't ashamed when you went to go and lay on the table. You weren't ashamed when you were getting the fucking lymphatic massages. You weren't ashamed about anything. But now, when it's time to be like, all right, 
let me let me carry the same shoulders that I went into the surgery room with. Like, no, suddenly you're scared. Suddenly you're like this. It doesn't make sense to me. If any, if I'm shit, when I get my boobs done, fuck. The only thing I'm gonna be scared about is, oh shit, I'm really about to pay this much money to get my boobs done. I hope it don't leave a scar. The money, exactly. <laughs> after I pay the money, I'm gonna be like, oh, I'm not scared about anything. Anybody who says your titties look nice, I'm gonna be like, thanks. You are my doctor. Like, what the fuck? Exactly. Period. And it's like also Beyonce is Beyonce doesn't have to be forthright because her brand, she like the brand in which she created isn't based around the fact that she got work done. Like for all of these girls who are on Instagram and they're doing all of these fake workout pictures with the weights in their hands and stuff like that whole time, they're like three pounds, but like they're, they got the weights in their hands and shit and they have the flat tummy tea and the little table next to them and all this kind of stuff. Like they're, image is related to the things that they're marketing themselves to be doing in these pictures and influencing people to buy these things or do these things. So if Beyonce is out and she's taking pictures for Ivy Park and she has big titties, big ass, da 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 da, like that's not going to convince me to ask her like, oh, how did you achieve this look? But if you're sitting here and you're working out or you're drinking tea that's supposed to make you skinny and then somebody comes up to you and they're like, oh, like, does this really work? Or, oh, like, what's your workout regimen? Da 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 da. Now you you are in charge of that. Like your brand is now that. Beyonce's brand is not telling me Why how to lose weight. Like that. I'm weak. You she as in us. the people who believe you? that shit. <laughs> Y'all done got Chris upset. Period. So let me ask you guys this as we wrap up this episode. What is body positivity to you? You know, is it accepting all your flaws and imperfections as it is? Or um, can it also be understanding that your body is yours and engaging in any type of modifying, whether it be sculpting, which isn't as invasive, I believe, or actually going under the knife? Um, It's your body. And you could do with it as you please. Does that also fall under body positivity? Like, what is it to you? For me, I would just say body positivity is knowing that my body is always in a constant state of change. And it's all about accepting every state that it's in. Like, I have to be comfortable with knowing that I'm not always going to look this way. Like when I'm 45, like I'm going to look, oh shit, I'm still look, you know, bad as fuck. I believe in me. I believe, I believe I'm going to look like a bad bitch. <laughs> I believe in you too, sis. But even if I don't, like my body's always changing. Like it's never going to be the same. Just accept it as it is and just acknowledge the things that it's done for me. That's it. That's my definition. That's a big takeaway. I love the fact that you said accepting your, your body's in a constant state of change and accepting that as it is, is big. I love the way that you said that. Thanks. I think there's like two parts for me. Like it's the self, uh, the self actualizing that like I have this body and like Ugo said, like my body's going to go through changes. I have to accept that what I do with those changes and how I deal with those changes is up to me. But I know that this is the body that I was given. But at the same time, it's also the outward. It's also challenging other people to realize that they're, that like my body is not unacceptable because it doesn't fit X, Y, Z kind of mold. Because like, I know for me, like I'm not the skinniest person in the world. I never was. Um, And I know that like society and social media and all this kind of stuff tries to play as if X type of body is the ideal body or X type of beauty is the ideal beauty and stuff like that. And from my body, my body positivity, it's knowing that just because I don't fit those molds all of the time, doesn't mean that my beauty is negated or invalid or my positivity with how I look is invalidated in any sort of way. So it's also just challenging those mindsets of others to like, kind of break down those walls of a standard of beauty because there's way too many people there's way too many different 
looks, even between the three of us, like we all look completely different and all of us are beautiful. So there's no like one standard that we all have to fit in in order for something to be conceived as like body positive, if that makes sense. No, it definitely does. It definitely does. Um, A very impressional word that you said there was challenging. You know what I mean? Challenging the standards. I think that right there is kind of what it's kind of like the backbone of all of this entire episode. Somehow, some way, along the way, amongst the last several years of social media, there has become a standard of what a body should of what a body should look like. I'm going to specifically speak to women because I'm not a man, so I can't speak to you know the struggles of social media and, and aesthetics that they face. But somehow along the way, slowly but surely, there was a particular body type that just became the standard and amongst the following on Instagram, like people just started catering to that. And, you know, that's me noticing that is like what inspired this entire episode. So thank you for touching on the fact that like what falls under body positivity is challenging the standard because I think that is so important. I know, you know, (laughs) in a really big way, I've already seen that happening back then when I was in high school, middle school, I had stretch marks. I'm not, I'll, I'll be honest about that. I definitely have always been a big girl. Like <laughs> it runs, it's based off of my mom's side of the family, to be honest with you. But, and she put me on that when I was young, when I was young and I would be crying about it. She would be like, you have thick thighs. It just runs in the family. Don't worry about it. You know what I mean? But, um, it's just, I've seen stretch marks become more socially acceptable. Tiger stripes. People don't even want to call them stretch marks no more. It's tiger stripes. You know what I mean? Slowly but surely in those little ways, I see people challenging the standard um, and, and so on and so forth. So I think I, I love that you I love that you touched on that. But in regards to wrapping up our first part of our, I believe, four part beauty series, that's Ooh, that. Carly, hold on, hold on, hold on. Four, oh. four is a strong number. Oh, my bad. Let's just throw back the, this little caveat. You could just put a little asterisk okay. right here and just I'm say, sorry. you know, <laughs> for God willing, you know, <laughs> for by God's grace. Right. Like, let's let's make sure we yeah. throw that in there. My bad. You I don't know, know why I thought four for some reason. My bad. Bitch, <laughs> even if you said two, I would have been like, bitch, I don't know. Is it my episode next? Because y'all know I'm a liar. So we might want to throw this out. Here right right. Now. Okay, so we have an idea. <laughs> we have an idea to do a beauty series. We might continue and we might not, but this episode right here has been a gem. So we hope that you guys loved it. <laughs> and if it's not consecutive, you niggas can just listen to each episode that we talk about beauty things. Exactly. Just group them all together and listen to yeah. it. That's a series right there. Don't bother me. Because <laughs> we might want to talk about something else next week. We don't care. Watch next abide. week. I'm going to be like, let's talk about, I'm going to be like, let's talk about dick. Like, nigga, it's going to oh. be. Ne- you got real close to the camera, girl. <laughs> that was a little uncomfortable. Um, all right. Somebody wrap this up. Let's go. <laughs> So with yeah. that being said, um, that concludes our 13th episode. We hope you guys enjoyed it. And we hope more, more importantly that you guys were able to um, catch a gem or two that you're able to hold on to and definitely um, keep close and, you know, let it be helpful, influential to you in some regard, because um, we always aim to uh, relate to you guys and show that we're relatable as well. So definitely comment, like, um, when we release the episode, share your thoughts. Definitely want to hear your thoughts on this episode. And in regards to wine of the week, let's see what the ladies are sipping on. <laughs> Ugo's cracking up right now. And I don't know I'm why. I'm so happy you remembered. I'm so happy you remembered that I have one. Yeah. So you guys know, as of late, um, I've been a tequila gal. And that's mainly in part because don't leave my house much to go to the liquor store. So whatever is on hand is what I drink. But this time I have wine. This is Franciscan Estate, Napa Valley, Chardonnay, 2015. Um, this was one of the housewarming gifts that I received. Ooh. Shout out to Sanji. 
Thank you. Um, but that's all I have. A nice little Chardonnay for tonight. I love that. It's Monday. Keep it nice, cool, right? You know. I like that. What about you, Chris? Chris is drinking a liquor. Look at her face. I had Casamigo as an orange juice. So. You see? I knew it. Once I saw the orange juice, I was like, there's only one Wait, drink that can actually Wait, you orange juice? You didn't see her drinking it out the mason jar? No. Oh, oh. I thought that was a mixed drink. I, I didn't know it was. It is a mixed drink. But how'd you know it was cost? Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. My bad. Listen, I've been drinking too. That's my favorite drink. Yeah, I know that. <laughs> what you been drinking? I've been drinking rum, rum and a rum and a juice, rum and juice, lemonade. Rum. That's a strong one. What kind I don't of know if rum? I could just casually drink rum. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of rum? Uh, it's called. It's. Some Ryan nephew. I was about to say, watch it be Ryan nephew. I actually only drink that with Sorrel. I cannot drink it by itself. I refuse. Did you guys? So Devante is like really um, fascinated by the idea that Sorrel is just like hibiscus, and we call it like um, Sorrel. No, you guys call it Sorrel. We call it Zobo, and he didn't know that. I was like, wait, there's a like Nigerians have their own version of so- okay i had no idea i would love to try it can you make it yeah that's your mom oh you guys oh, i've never okay. heard of it never tried it before never mind well if he listens to this part of the episode because i was shaming him i'm like how did you not know that but <laughs> never mind anyway i'll probably edit this part out no. go on to the next <laughs> yikes but no um I never looked at sorrel as a hibiscus. Uh, now that I'm hearing that, I'm not going to lie. I do not think he's 100% wrong. I just don't want to admit that. Like, Carly, Carly, listen, I already know you'll defend Devante until the last <laughs> literally. <laughs> like, it's literally, I know that of the friends that I have, you and Amanda, you guys will defend him against any, like, if he murders someone, you it's guys, not it wasn't my him. fault that <laughs> that's really my brother. <laughs> like, any fucking ways. Like, I remember when we were at your housewarming and we were watching the game and, um, you know, that guy kicked the Jamaican and he basically shattered his whole leg. Me and Vante were acting like, fucking crackheads <laughs> like, oh was that the only moment you were acting like crackheads perhaps <laughs> wrap it on up All wrap right. it up with that being said you've you've heard the episode you've heard our wine of the week you already know our handles at we are that pod on instagram and ig make sure you like subscribe comment and with that being said ladies i think uh that's the that on that period so now, bye guys. <laughs> bye.